Hey everyone, welcome to episode 107 of You Heard It Here Second. New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. I think I know where LeBron's going. Do you think you know where LeBron's going? My bet would be to LA. My to the Lakers. Too. To I Lakers. think the Lakers. Derek and Steve present. But it's not like a big, huge, tangible thing. This is a big, huge, this tangible is a thing. Big, honking, huge, tangible <laughs> thing. I don't want a, a chocolate milkshake and a, a six-pound burrito yeah. in my stomach at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That's a you, tough one. He shaved his mustache mid-game in order to break up a slump. He was over 2. <laughs> uh, he ended up going over 4. The shaving <laughs> shaving the mustache did not help. Did not work. You heard it here second. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 107 of You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek, alongside Steve. Steve, what is cracking? What is cracking? You mixed it up. I really time. did. I was. So, I'm going out of my way. I don't know exactly how to respond to what is cracking, but um, not much. Yeah, not it much. It's my first official day of unemployment. Oh I did wow! Not work today. Yeah, wow. It's uh, I'm going for those the listeners that don't know. I'm going to law school in the fall, and I have officially ended my. Uh, my current career yeah. uh, at TransPerfect, and, and Monday being today is my first official day off. I got a lot done. Did some laundry. Nice. Went on a run. Nice. Uh, read a, some of, of a book. <laughs> and about to, yeah. Just so, like, you know, I was about to be really impressed. You read some books, like you know, five or six books. Read a couple <laughs> pages of a book. <laughs> um, no, it was. I mean, it was fun. I mean, let, I don't think I'm going to be the guy who gets bored having a month off. So I'm. I'm excited. Yeah. That's what did awesome. you do today? Uh, I worked today. Sucker. I went to work the whole day. Um, yeah, it's pretty brutal. Um, this was, I think, the, maybe the first time we had even acknowledged that you were leaving work and going to be going to law school, I think, because we, we yes. hadn't really talked about it because you you know, you know probably didn't want to before that was official. Pod, and, yeah, this is the first pod yeah. announcement. You're correct. Yeah, so. I, don't, I still don't want to make a big deal out no, of it. No, no, no. But you know, it's, uh, it's worth noting that you're, you're a totally free, unemployed adult now. And many of the listeners are probably wondering what's going to happen to the podcast yeah. when Steve yeah. moves to Florida. It's true. And is People are wondering inundated that. with the law. With the law. Yeah. Uh, and Derek moved apartments I moved and apartments. is inundated with the same old stuff he does every day. <laughs> uh, we don't know yet. We don't know. We're going to, we have some, we, we have some, I have some ideas. We have some ideas. Um, we, Derek yeah, has some I have ideas. some ideas. I have some ideas too. Well, well, here's, here's what I can, here's what I can say. I can say that we, we're met with severe disappointments um, slash refusal when it was even suggested that it could end. Yeah. Um, so we, we do intend to at least try to do something. Um, I do think weekly might be – we're going to have to see how law school is. Neither of we're us know what law school is like. Neither so, of us know. Um, and it's really going to be I'll, – you know, I'll eventually know. You will eventually know. I probably won't. Uh, well, I'll know secondhand through you by you telling me. So maybe we just switch it to a legal podcast and call <laughs> it a day. <laughs> maybe all of your assignments you can just use this instead. You can That's, be like, "Here's my assignment." It's you can just listen to the podcast. podcast I talked about it here. I didn't write the paper, but I talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, we have so yeah. we have the technology. We'll we'll update the fans on yes. on that as we decide. But we don't expect it to be the end. The of, total end of, of everything. Yeah, you heard it here second within the next three weeks. Yeah, correct. So cool. So there's that. That brings us into period number one, which is the BC update. Everybody's favorite segment. Got another dude. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Dudes to the right, dudes to the left, stuck in the middle with you. Got another dude. Heisman Trophy, Bronco Nagurski Award, Ultimate Dudes. Got another dude. O-line you, bunch of dudes. Alrighty, so we've got a ton of stuff in the BC update today. So much stuff. So many things. Um, we'll start with the only thing, which is that <laughs> 25 minutes ago, no, probably an hour ago, maybe even two hours ago. All right, relax on the time. I was walking home from work right by the TD Garden on Causeway Street, and I made a mistake because I walked right by BC running back AJ Dillon, the Clear-cut star of the Boston College football team. And clear-cut star of our podcast. Of our podcast, yeah. I'm surprised that you didn't say a word. I didn't say a word to him. And I thought about saying a word to him, 
Uh, I recognize them a little bit late. I will say that. I didn't see him like 100 yards away. Oh, I saw now him, you're making excuses. I saw him like 20 to 30 feet away, and I was like, okay, that's A.J. Dillon. I was like, that's that's cool. And then I was like, A.J. Dillon's like, what, 19? I was like, I, I, I don't he know. Just, it feels weird like treating a 19-year-old like a celebrity, you know? But then again, if I saw Jason Tatum, I would be like, you know. Yes. So, so here's the thing. He's 20. A.J. Dillon is by far our best player. Yeah, by on, a lot. On BC's running back, potential Heisman candidate. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to go up to him and introduce yourself as co-host of, you heard it here, second yeah. Monday nights <laughs> we record if you want to join for 15 minutes or so. <laughs> I'm just saying you have to say something. Yeah, you got to be like, yeah. AJ Goeegs. And he's a big beast. He fan. would love it. He's yeah, all over like, Twitter. He's a big recruiter. He's He really has bought into the program yeah. and I guarantee would enjoy someone saying something yeah. to him out in the wild. Yeah, he for sure would. And um yeah, because he's totally bought in. You can tell from all his social media. Like, I actually saw something, I think, recently from him on social media that was, like, someone, I think, had tweeted at him or something being, like cause, – because literally every time BC gets a new recruit, A.J. Dillon is, like, hype on social media about that recruit. We should tweet at him about We should. We, should. Um, we, we, we legitimately should because he does – he's very active on Twitter and, and Instagram and stuff. Um, but, like, so people would people were tweeting at him, like, dude, why – like, asking him, like, why he's so excited about recruits that are, like, at his position or whatever – and, like, I forget what he said back, but it was just, like, the perfect answer of, like, you know, like, like we're like this we're in this together. Like, this isn't me against, like, running backs, you know, like this, like, we want to build this program. Like, and so he's, like, totally all into BC, which is which is awesome. So I should have said something. But uh, side note, he is huge. Like, mm-hmm. I know we knew that, That's but, good. like, he is enormous, like, which, you know, it, to me, I want to say that he's gotten a lot bigger, and I believe he probably has, but I, didn't, I never saw him like up close in person his freshman year, so I don't know that. Um, but I can tell you for a sophomore, I remember what we were like as sophomores, and that kid is enormous. <laughs> um, he's a tank. So it, it'll, it's just a reminder that it should be an exciting season for BC. I know we, we have optimism every year, but they have a weak schedule to start the year, and I think it's a chance for A.J. Dillon to get off to a a very hot start because there's going to be a lot of guys that can't tackle him in those first few games. I agree with that, and but I just don't want you to change the sub- subject. I didn't say hi to him. You blew it. I blew it. I did. I did. There's there's no denying it. I blew it. I should have said something to him. So as long yeah. as that's in the books and on the records yeah. that yeah. you blew it. I would have added at least 20 yards to his total this year. What would you have said? With his, if, you, if you got to redo it? I probably would have just – I mean, I, don't, I still don't really know. That's, AJ, what's up, dude? I see, but I wouldn't, like, make a scene, though. That's I the thing. I love you. I, that's the thing. I don't know what I would say. I might still not say anything now that I'm thinking about it because, like, I don't want to make a scene, like, You're walking so down the scared, street. I don't you know. little scaredy cat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You're the He worst. wasn't alone. He was with his girlfriend. He was talking to his girlfriend. Even better. So, it would have made him know. look like a stud. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I should have said something. You totally blew it. Yeah, you're, I you're probably would have said, like, AJ, like, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I would have said after that. Good start. Well, <laughs> Heisman this year. Yeah, well, maybe he likes to go around that area a yeah. lot, so you'll get true, another chance. True, true, true. It is their summer, so they get to enjoy themselves in the city yeah. and stuff. So Anyway, so that actually wraps up the BC update. Um, we do have a special guest today for sports. Um, there's some big news in sports. We want to get a lot of opinions. Um, so let's move to sports and bring in a special guest. The Monster Jam. All right, so that moves us into sports with our very special guest, a former contestant on Know Your Tens and, and a guest on uh, a previous podcast, Mr. Eric Hamlet. Hamlet, how you doing? What's up, guys? How's it going? It's going well. How are you feeling? Are you feeling excited, nervous? <laughs> I know uh, most people... Uh, you know, I think coming out of the, the first time, I feel a little bit more confident uh, <laughs> coming into this in terms of uh, NBA knowledge, I guess. So excited uh, to chat some LeBron and, and whatnot. Yeah, and, and you're put much less to the test this time as this is a little bit more uh, casual and you get to just kind of display your free-flowing knowledge and expertise <laughs> rather than... Being asked a ridiculous set of questions, which um, which you did very yeah. well, which you aced. So, yeah, no SAT prep this time. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, so obviously the huge story that broke yesterday, uh, over the week or Sunday, if you're for whenever you're listening, uh, LeBron James signs with the Lakers. Uh, really interesting lead up to it, I would say, where there were reports that he was meeting with Philly, and then like his agents flew out to LA to meet with Philly, but he didn't actually meet with them. A couple hours later, he signs a four year. $154 million deal with the Lakers. Um, what's your instant reaction to this? And also, 
uh, if you can, first, give us a little bit of your stance on where you fall on LeBron because LeBron is a very polarizing topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start with that. I, you know, LeBron is he's the type of player that uh, that you, you love to hate and love to root against. Uh, and for me, like I've I've always rooted against LeBron James only because I, I think that it started with the idea of someone coming out of high school with chosen one tattooed on their back. Yeah, uh, it was just kind of a, an egregious kind of statement and. I don't know. So, so for me on on that front, it's 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 fun to root against him, but it's it's been unbelievable to see how he's kind of like grown as a player. Um, like I, the way that his his game has just completely changed. Like he's he started as this like very powerful, like could literally just get to the lane at will, and now how he's just like he's added kind of the the Magic Johnson like court vision, just being able to pass the ball is crazy and. Even like in this like last finals, like he's shooting threes as good as anyone, um, and just to see how his like range has changed, he's just become like such a complete player. It's it's, it's been it's it's fun to watch, and it's it's even more fun to root against him because like even going against his like team like the Warriors, it's where they play. I, I personally think the Warriors is the most dominant team I've I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just in terms of like they've completely transformed the way that the NBA game is played. Like they've phased out like like positions. Like there is no center, no successful center in the NBA right now that 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 you can keep on the floor uh like forty eight minutes a game. So it's it's crazy how the game's changed and and to to see how uh how LeBron has pretty much just like evolved his game as as the, as the game has changed as well, and to, to I mean, even compete against a team uh, like they did in the finals, and being surrounded with with like J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson, it's it's crazy. Yeah, Eric, I gotta, I do have a trivia question for you, however, and I think you're gonna like the answer. Oh man, <laughs> there is one team in the NBA who LeBron has not beaten. <clears throat> In the finals oh, or played on. I know this. That <laughs> is the Orlando Magic. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. The uh, Stan Van Gundy coached Orlando Magic. Yes. So LeBron <laughs> has never played for or beaten the Orlando Magic. The only team um, that has never that has never happened in the playoffs for. Um, yeah, it's our claim to fame. And I, to be honest, I don't think it'll ever happen because the Magic may not make the playoffs for <laughs> five or six years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that is. That could not be more true. Well, Steve, I, I don't know about the the six years thing, but we're we're a few pieces away from being a few pieces away. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> um, we are a few tanks away from getting Zion, which oh, I'm yeah. all, which I'm all yeah, for. He comes true. out next year. Although, what's what's dude? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I see. I, I don't think we need that. We have like eight power forwards that are on this team, <laughs> uh, and we have not one player that can shoot the ball outside of a free throw, outside the free throw line. So it's I hope I. I mean, I love Zion, and I. I think we should definitely go for him. But like, ducks I, only. That, so if, if just just from a, a Orlando Magic roster perspective, and I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't talk about this for a second. But <laughs> our our leading assist per game player last year was Sheldon Mack, Ugh. and Sheldon Mack had three point two assists per game. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's not a lot of well, like, not a lot of sharing of the ball. We need something. Uh, we need a playmaker. Zion's yeah, playmaker, sure. man. Uh, Could be okay. So, so any, so let's let's so bring it back. Um, that was, by the way, an excellent description of your feelings about LeBron James. I have a great understanding <laughs> yeah. of the way you feel about him. Um, I'm 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 in your territory. I am more of a hater than you, but I also you're a big. Hater, I, I respect, Derek. but I, but I have never not respected the parts of his game that that Eric has laid out there. Okay. Um, and also acknowledge that he's a pretty good person outside of basketball. Okay, so that's fair. Um, what was your reaction to this news? Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I wasn't too surprised with it. Like, to be honest with you, I think once the rumors kind of came up, uh, like the first thing that I thought of was the fact that like, he's going to have to film space jam too. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, well, that makes too much sense. And then like, there were, it, it, it's crazy. Like with a player like LeBron in this day and age, like, the fact that his son, like, I remember I saw that his son had committed to a high school in Los Angeles. I was like, the, first of all, the fact that we're now getting, like, commits of high school athletes to, <laughs> yeah. to like, certain, 
certain high schools is crazy, but I, I think from there it was it was pretty pretty intriguing. Um, like they certainly have like the cap space, or they had the cap space, um, and, and and I mean they've got a lot of young talent, a lot of pieces that they can move. So I I, I really don't think the like all the dominoes have kind of fallen yet. But I think where I was most surprised was the fact that it's a it's like a four year deal. Yeah, um, yeah, that was yeah. Which is like, like with the with the players that are getting signed right now, and the way that like salary caps, it's going to continue to like rise. Um, I think it's surprising that that he gave them a commitment of four years. Like he didn't. I, I don't know what his last contract was with Cleveland, but I, I don't feel like he's been there for four it's, years. He's so I, I actually read about that too. So he's been bouncing around on two year contracts yeah. for basically his entire so, career, um, and and this was by far the longest since his first stint in Cleveland. Yeah, and so I will say, uh, so he was in Cleveland for four years, I think, this past time, but it was on two different contracts, like you said, and he's always built in opt-outs. Now, that's the one part of the deal that hasn't come out yet, if there are opt-outs in it. There's one, there's a is third, there, yeah, third opt-out. Year opt-out. And, yeah. Okay, yeah, so so there is an opt-out for him to potentially do that, but it still is surprising, because he could have signed a one-on-one deal or, yeah. or a two-on-one, you know. No, it's a, so it's yeah. two guaranteed and, and then third. No, actually, three. I'm sorry, three guaranteed. Three guaranteed, and then the fourth, and then is, the fourth is an option. So yeah. That's still pretty long. That's a long deal for this, where he's been generally going uh, year by year with these, because that's what it's smart now in the NBA. If you're going for your own personal kind of maximizing your earnings, it's it's year by year with these star players. Yeah. Well, and the, the, I think the even crazier thing is the fact Chris Paul got signed a like four year, 164 yeah. million dollar deal, which means that like Chris Paul. At age thirty six and thirty seven is gonna be making over forty million dollars a year. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. That is crazy. But that's just like, dude, the cap continues to rise. There's all these like provisions and like like there's so many things that protect players that, that allow them to make these like crazy deals. And Chris Paul's been in the league for over ten years and as a result he I mean, he's getting paid. Um and I mean dude, I, I the West is scary. Yeah, dude, it's, like this, it, it, it's it's the Olympic team. Like there, there is no one in the Eastern Conference right now that even comes like that that I think would start on the West All Star team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean it, it's uh, yeah. I mean, so Lakers have Le- right now. They have LeBron. They just signed Rondo. They have Javale McGee and. Most likely, I would put money on Kawhi Leonard going to L.A. as well. That uh, is... Uh, dude, I, uh, I don't know. You don't think so? So, I don't know. I'm, I'll take that back. I, I would put money on Kawhi Leonard be ending up on the Lakers eventually. Um, I don't know if he's getting there this year. Um, because... So well, maybe that's why LeBron signed a longer contract. It's possible. No, and so I definitely think that LeBron's decision here is a mix of a lifestyle base, like like Eric said a little bit there. I think that it's an experience playing in L.A. I, you know, it's going to be a zoo at those Lakers games. Like the the front the the, oh, the yeah. courtside front row seats are going to be literally yeah. all A and B list celebrities, like every game, um, more than it already is. So I think it's an experience, but also like I think part of his long term commitment is that is that he sees that there's Kawhi coming up in the future, Anthony Davis in a couple years. Like, I think there are avenues for guys that they can bring in, and I don't think the project, I don't think that the goal is with the mind on beating the Warriors this year. I really don't. I think that LeBron's tried that for four years, and it's like the effort that you'd need to expend to try to put together a team to beat the Warriors right now. Like, I think that this was not a decision to do that personally. Hmm. Yeah. Dude, I I completely agree with that. I I think you can see that in the contract that they're starting to sign around him. And, like, 2019 is going to be, like, probably the biggest free agent year. I know that, like, right now we're, we're thinking about LeBron because, like, let's, let's face it, LeBron's the best player in the, the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, 2019, like, all of these, like, there's so many players that are going to be free agents. Um, like, KD is going to be there. I, I think Anthony Davis is going to be there. Um, like, there's there's a bunch, a bunch of players that are going to be opening up over the next couple of years. And, and dude, like, uh, one... The opportunity to play in Los Angeles is something that every player wants to be able to do. And two, the opportunity to play alongside LeBron James, like you, you have a chance of competing for an NBA championship every year, um, regardless yeah. of how old LeBron is. But Derek, I have to ask you, how do you feel about Rajon Rondo signing <laughs> with the Lakers? So um, a lot. So I've seen on Twitter a lot of Celtics fans are like heartbroken by this. Um, 
I am not as attached to Rondo as I want as I used to be. I mean, I mean, it's been a while now since he's been on the Celtics, so I am not. I kind of am not really. I don't really hold anything against Rondo for this. I think he's become a journeyman in the NBA, and this is like you know, for for me, he's going to a situation where he's actually going to compete with Lonzo Ball to start. I mean, that's like his mindset is what I read earlier is that he's going and trying to compete for that job. Um, on one hand, it is a little bit like Rondo. Here's the one thing that makes me a little conflicted is that Rondo way back in the day did was one of the biggest grudge holders against Ray Allen for leaving and defecting to go yeah, join yeah. LeBron James in the Miami Heat. Yeah. And I think Rondo even made a comment like, you know, you'd never see me sign with the Lakers or something like some, you know, or LeBron, whatever. He was one of the leaders yeah. in that. So it's it, from that standpoint, it's slightly hypocritical. But Rondo's career has taken a roller coaster trajectory since then. So personally, I don't have a huge um, gripe with him joining the Lakers. I think it's actually a good signing for the Lakers standpoint. I think he's a good He's a good piece to add that's like high upside and relatively low risk. But, but yeah, it's a little bit iffy, but in general, I'm not too upset about it. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think what I'm most excited about, and as much as I hate watching the same teams go, like, go championship after championship, championship after championship, is that, like, to me, Lakers-Celtics is, like, 100% back. Yeah. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, the Kyrie storyline, like, the... LeBron storyline, there's going to be a bunch of players that are, it's going to be a lot of young talent, good coaching out of Boston versus LeBron. And now he's living in a destination, like yeah. a free agency destination. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. You're going to see, I think like the banana boat crew, yeah. or at least some of those guys like slowly kind of find their way to, 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 to play with them. So yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's a crazy, crazy time for basketball. And like, as much as people like, talk a ton of crap about uh kevin durant going to the warriors this is a hundred percent a way more exciting league now um than it was two or three years ago i agree but how's the parity in terms of the leagues because this basically in my opinion rolls out the red carpet for the celtics to win the east i mean there's no other team besides maybe the raptors or the raptors and philadelphia are the only two teams but like (laughs) but the raptors got swept by cleveland last year and Philadelphia yeah. lost in five to the Celtics without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I don't really care about the two short of, system, yeah. but I want to watch some good playoff games. I think, <laughs> yeah. Well, just you, well, you just get to watch the Western Conference. Like it's true. any Western Conference game is going to be a, a playoff series. Like it's 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 going to be nice. And just like I mean, for me, I, I'm like, well, the Magic. We might sneak in at number eight. You never know. That's true. Yeah. That's true. The That's East true. is so bad yeah. that the Orlando Magic might make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the power, the, the the balance of power in the NBA is is super messed up right now. But at the same time, I think that like uh, I, I think it opens the door for more types of like I mean, tanking is a is a strategy now, and, yeah. and it's going to be interesting to see if like if there's any way to work around that. Like the, the NBA has the soft cap. Um, which pretty much was like their way of saying, like, hey, like you can pay, you can pay into the luxury tax as much as you need, um, but it was intended to be like kind of a mechanism of keeping and retaining like these these really good players, mm-hmm. um, like the NFL, NHL, like all these other leagues have hard caps, which pretty much make it way more difficult to to assemble this type of like yeah. roster. So it's 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 crazy, man. Like the NBA is so crazy right now. It is, and, and the 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 luxury tax line in the NBA is an interesting one because it is very very legitimate how much these teams have to pay. I, I was reading something the other day. The Warriors this this season, if they're going to use their mid level exception, which the mid level exception is like you know every team has the mid level exception, they could sign like a it, it varies per team, but it's basically like a seven or eight million dollar, eight or nine million around there. The Warriors would cost it would cost the Warriors twenty five million dollars to sign a mid level exception player wow. for a seven at, at yeah. a seven million, and it would sign them seven million dollars to sign a veteran minimum player. Like veteran minimum is yeah. under under one million dollar salary, it would cost them seven million That's to sign that so because funny. of the luxury and repeater taxes. So it, it is a deterrent. But you know, if you have ownership group that wants to win above everything else, like the Warriors ownership group does, and like I hope the Celtics does, that's what will give those teams a leg up when it comes to that. So it, it's. It's another interesting dynamic for keeping those teams together, um, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So that yeah, is... no, it's it's it's, it's ahead, crazy. Man. Just the, the I, I, and I, just to, to continue on that point, it's the the fact that like the luxury tax, like 
I mean, who's the guy? Who's the GM of the Cavs? Dan Gilbert uh, was Gilbert's the owner. I think yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah, the owner. He was paying out the wazoo for to to surround LeBron with pretty much whoever he wanted. Like, and and to be honest with you, like in the city of Cleveland, I, I remember reading an article a couple years back about like when LeBron left to Miami. Like the entire economy of like, yeah. like the downtown yeah. economy of Cleveland completely like suffered, and, and like the fact that he is such an economical, like an uh, just a huge massive impact on on these these places, dude. It's 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 an investment that is like worthwhile. Hurricane, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Hurricane so, James, crazy. baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Ham, this has been excellent. Do you have any? Last thoughts on LeBron or the NBA, or what are your what's your prediction besides what's your hot take prediction for the NBA this year? Whether a matchup in the finals or just a team that comes out of nowhere, what's what's your biggest hot take? Oh man, I, I mean, I I don't think I, I think the Western Conference is just going to be insane. I, I think the East is where things get really interesting because um, you're going to see a lot of players take like a big leap. Um, I, I think the Celtics are going to be top dog. I, I mean, if Kawhi goes to the Sixers, that's an absolutely terrifying team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like the fact that they're bringing back their pieces, so like JJ Redick fine today. Yeah. Um, but but dude, like I was I was kind of upset about this yesterday. But uh, Mario Hazonia, who oh, was yeah. the Magic <laughs> Magic Magic's lottery pick from a couple years ago, like he never got playing time in Orlando, dude. I completely believe in this kid. He's coming to New York, so I finally got someone to root for uh, when I watch all the local games. But I, I think, dude, I think with the right type of playing time, like a lot of these players that have been uh, just stashed and and not used, I I see I, I see a lot of opportunity, and like I hope players like Jabari Parker stay mm-hmm. in like the Eastern Conference as much as he's gotten hurt. Like, come to please come to Orlando, yeah. Jabari. If you're listening to this, like, don't go to Chicago, don't go to the Jazz. Come to Orlando. You'll go to Disney World as much as you need to. Like, you got a, a Mickey Mouse logo on your jersey. There's not, there's not much better than that. So, That's a good point. You hear that, Jabari Parker? We've made, we've made our plea. <laughs> uh, well, Ham, as always, it's awesome talking to you. Um, you're a wealth of NBA knowledge. Uh, if you ever want to be a guest for anything non-NBA, let us know. But I feel like you've made that pretty clear to us that you don't. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, I'm, always, I'm always happy to talk. Uh, NBA is probably where I follow the most. So uh, if you guys – I mean, it's – this is literally what I'm going to be doing because the rest of the night talking to Merrick about this. So, I mean, I'm I'm always happy to talk. Uh, so, yeah, guys, it, this has been a pleasure. Um, looking forward to next time. And Steve, next time we play basketball, I, I will block you. I, I highly I highly doubt that. It's never been done. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. coming. All right, Ham. Talk to you later, man. See ya. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right. So thanks to Eric Hamlet. Um, any closing thoughts on that situation before we move forward? Um, no, I just want to say uh, the one thing we didn't touch on is the Lavar Ball. Yes, true. Um, and true. and his kid, or it's uh, what's his the, uh, the dad's Leand- Lavar. Lavar's the dad. Lonzo is the point guard for the Lakers. Yeah, so Leangelo and Lamelo are the other two kids. That's one of the bad, the worst case scenarios for America would be that he gets the spotlight again. But um, as we talked about off off the air we we don't know if he's going to get as much both of his kids yeah, seem to be think... trash basketball players outside yeah. of Lonzo yeah um and now they've got a lot more to focus on honestly LeBron's LeBron. not going to let that happen like LeBron will not let LeVar Ball be a be an attention hog for that team it's just yeah. like LeBron LeBron gets the attention he That's loves it. attention yeah and he really like does. he's going to have the attention That's the, I think that in a sneaky way it might be a good thing and that LeVar Ball's impact could be lessened a little bit um my only closing thoughts on this, uh, I heard s- several Boston media and some Boston fans who I completely disagree with, Tony Maz was one of them, they were all joking about how Sunday was just an awful day for Boston, like th- the Red Sox got smoked by the Yankees, um, LeBron signed with the Lakers, and like uh, the Bruins lost the Tavares sweepstakes, like like it was like a whole mm-hmm. whole terrible thing. I LeBron going to the Lakers is like the absolute best thing I think for Celtics fans. Yeah. Like I don't understand why anybody would not be happy about Ima- it. Imagine if your team only had to win, if you could literally. I, and I don't knock on wood for you guys. Yeah, this it's is not over exaggeration, yeah, but you are now almost guaranteed. I would put up crazy the, amount of money on very, them, very big making it to the finals. The finals. Yeah, 
Imagine if your team, the best player in the if world, healthy, they, yeah. left your conference, yeah. and now all you have to do is win one series the best, against the best and, team. In the and, and you were six minutes away from beating that that best player in the world to go to the finals last year without yeah. your two best players. So, I mean, yeah, the on paper it's obvious. Like, I, I do hope that the Celtics in that locker room don't go into the season thinking that. I mean, you you got to they got to get there. I mean, they haven't even been to the finals since that that old that the old big three and everyone disbanded like nothing's given to them yet they still need to earn that but um not just so you're totally right from that standpoint but the the other thing about it is like from a i understand the logic of you don't want your your arch nemesis rival to be in a good spot in la with the lakers and you don't want the lakers who are your franchise's rival to be good but but if you're gonna like if you're gonna be conditioned and just pre predestined to hating a player like what team would you rather him be on than your arch rival like yeah. that's the most like there's a part about sports that is like the fun part of it and like this like enjoying what the situation is you know and like there is no more exciting of a scenario i can imagine than lebron and the lakers playing the celtics in the finals if like there's to, no if you were to say something like name the team that is that you would most like to beat lebron when he was yeah, on it's, it would it's be the, the lakers, lakers of course yeah and and so it's like and for me just as a season ticket holder thinking about the even the possibility of LeBron and the Lakers against Kyrie and the Celtics in the finals, like there's no better storyline than that. So for me, I don't know why anybody would be unhappy about LeBron leaving the East and joining the Lakers who are not going to beat the Warriors this year. So it's like, it's, it, it's all, I, I think it's all good for, for Boston fans. I don't really understand why anyone would be unhappy. So, um, so that's that. Any, that, any other talk on LeBron? I think that's, that's it on LeBron. I'm, we'll have more. Cause I'm, I, their offseason's not done. There's I'm relatively more. pro LeBron, and yeah. I like this move. I think, I mean, it stinks because yet again, I won't be able to watch <laughs> half of the best team or, or yeah. 90% That's of the true. best That's teams true. in the league be because games. they play late games. So the only time I can ever watch them is when they're yeah. prime time. And, and I wouldn't care about the other matchups. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the only team that I'll get to watch is when the Celtics. You'll guarantee Celtics Lakers Christmas Day, though. I yeah. guarantee that's happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Um, so it's going to hinder my NBA yeah. television, but in the long run, I think it'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got a couple other sports topics to touch on quickly. Um, the World Cup, first. I'll let you kick it off because I think you've watched a little more than I have. I've I tuned in a little bit recently. I but... will start with the flopping in this World oh, man. Cup Oh man, is pathetic. Yeah, it's bad. It's embarrassing. I was sitting here alone in the house watching um, the Brazil match, and mm-hmm. Neymar flopped on the ground and rolled around like he was dying. And I yelled out loud, like, you are pathetic. Yeah. In Alone in this room, I yelled at the TV <laughs> at this grown man rolling on the ground. It was so strange. Um, no, I, I really do. I think it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. And it's I don't want to just be another American hardo who's like, oh, I don't like soccer because they're so soft. But it is real. it makes it really difficult to watch. Yeah, and you know, what an out, you know what an outsider or someone who's playing devil's advocate to that take would say? is they would say, well, that's why I don't watch basketball either, because they flop in basketball. And I that is the most egregious comparison, though. Like, like, I know that there's flopping in basketball, but it is, no, it is like, not even remotely close to what is going on in yeah. these soccer matches. I mean, like, and flopping in basketball is, it's like complaining. It's yeah. not pretending yeah. you're injured. Yeah. It's not yeah. pretending yeah. you've been stabbed. A flop is like you fell too, like, you, you, someone was backing you down and you fell too easily, like, to draw a foul. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah, I don't like that either, but... I don't mind in soccer when they fall because... They're trying to draw a foul. It's yeah. when they grab their knee and they roll, roll on the around. ground and they s- scream at the top of their lungs. <laughs> yeah. And then the medic runs over, literally sprays them with like sunscreen. And then they're like, <laughs> they hop up and they like grimace for a bit. And then they're back playing World Cup level soccer. Yeah. In some in some instances, it's not even the medic running out there. I saw I saw at least one I can remember where a guy went down, started rolling around, holding his knee, waiting for the ref to call it. Ref didn't call it. His team turned the ball over. So then the other team was coming back the other way. He sees it. He's back up and, and running back on defense. Yeah. Like that, I was like, I don't think I yelled, you're pathetic. But I, <laughs> but, but I, I said something out loud. I was like, I, I think I might have just laughed. I, I, I just might have just laughed out loud being like, that guy was just rolling around. And now he saw the play coming back and he got up and started running again. It makes me physically angry to watch yeah. them do that. I don't know why it there's gets me one, so much. There's one bright side is that I, from what I've seen, the refs aren't calling anything on I've the flops. I've seen that too. They're not calling. Them so as that's much. the good thing. But they, but they need to be carding guys for for like for that. I, I mean, you need to get carded for that because not calling it is not a is not really any punishment. I mean, they they're not going to yeah. stop doing it just because you're not going to do anything about it. So yeah, I am I am so anti flopping. It is 
it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and I, I really, really want to enjoy watching a full soccer match, yeah. but even if it's just two or three times, but I don't know if this yeah. World Cup you, is different, but they're doing it all the time. You know time. what's like the worst part? And this is maybe me just trying to be a little bit sympathetic towards like the players for whatever reason, is that I don't think that soccer players like are not tough. Like I don't, yeah. th- I don't think they're not tough. Like people, people crit- like people talk, you know, call them fairies and stuff, and like you know, because of all the flopping, it's like they have this reputation of being like pansies. You know, I, don't, I think they're very tough. I just think that it's this weird mindset instilled in them that they have to do this. Yeah. Like I don't think it's a toughness thing. It's like and, and, quote unquote it gives, strategy. Yeah. Be like, oh, they're being strategic. Yeah. No, it's because like you look at some of these guys and like they're 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 very good shape. They're they're pl- they're, they're very good the, endurance. They're like they're the peak of human yeah, athletes. Yeah. Like they are the best athletes in the world. Yeah. In their sport, yeah. literally. Yeah. There's no other better athletes and, on and, the planet. And, and it's a very athletic sport. Even if I mean, it doesn't maybe appear as overtly so, but it's a very athletic sport, and they're very athletic guys. And so it's like, yeah, I, I just that part of it frustrates me too because it's like you're you're plenty tough enough. Like you're not hurt. Like like it's uh, it's aggravating. It's very very aggravating. Yeah. So so that. Aside, um, it's been the games have been amazing. Yeah. Um, today I watched. I have Belgium going all the way, and mm-hmm. I watched Japan score two goals to start the uh, second half, mm-hmm. or they were down two. Either way, Japan was up two zero, and Belgium came back and won three to two, scoring all three goals in the second half. Wow. The third goal was the second latest goal ever scored in a World Cup. Wow. It was at 93 something, so like in Crazy. stoppage time, yeah. in a, in stoppage time of a 4 minute stoppage time, mm-hmm. there's like 10 seconds left. Wow. Um, it was amazing. The the there's been some penalty shootouts. Mm-hmm. It's been just pretty wild, especially from the round of 16 yeah. so far. Denmark game yesterday was nuts. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, the pen- more penalty. penalties. The, there was a penalty in the 116th minute. There was a penalty kick. And then that goalie saved that, and then it went to PKs, and there were five saves in the PK round. That's like crazy. goal is, it was just an absolute goalie showdown. It was, it was nuts. Um, so what we have now, we're in the quarterfinals. Uruguay plays France um, on July sixth. That's at ten a.m. So we've got France in that one. We hate Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair. I'm, I'm in. Yep. Cool. Uh, Brazil versus Belgium on the sixth at two p.m. We we're Belgium, in for Belgium because right? yep. I have money on Belgium. Uh, Russia, Croatia, could care less. Don't care. Who do you want to root for? Uh, Croatia. Croatia. Okay. Um, and then there's two games to, uh, today, if you're listening, which is Tuesday, Switzerland, Sweden, and Colombia, England. We're ju- we don't care about any of those except Colombia. Okay. <laughs> we want Colombia to go all the way. All right. We want it to cool. be a Colombia-Belgium well, Belgium final. Okay. <laughs> Fair? Sounds good. Yeah, I'm cool. in. I'm in. <laughs> so that's what we're rooting for. Um, games are at uh, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. moving forward. So if you're ever looking for the times, they're most likely at 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. Um, and then the semifinals are all at 2 p.m. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, that's it for World Cup. It's been pretty interesting. The flopping needs to go, but otherwise, yeah, we're into it. Yeah. One, my other last criticism is that I hate the font on the on the World Cup scoreboard and stuff like that. Just, <laughs> side, just a side note. I think it's terrible font. So. I have not noticed it, but I will keep my eyes out. So there, there's my two cents. There it is. Um, last topic is Cam Chancellor is apparently retiring. He's retiring, and it's bad news yeah. for football because yeah. he's one of the physical specimens left yeah. in the game just a punishing yeah. safety who who scares wide receivers mm-hmm. um, they don't have that as much because of the new rules and because they're trying to protect players more but he was one of the last big hitters and yeah. he's giant yeah and he looks like a robot yeah um it's it's not good obviously it's it speaks to the health issues concerns safety issues and concerns in the nfl and he, um, and he did mention injuries is why he's leaving. Right. He, he had a yeah, neck yeah, injury, yeah. and um, he's retiring. Which does make sense. And, I mean, you got to want – like, I have to think this is becoming more frequent. I mean, we saw the 49ers, for an example. Remember when the 49ers had, like, five guys retire because of, of health concerns, safety concerns. Um, at a certain point, too, I, it, it does make me wonder. Seattle has been a little bit on the downslope. They were they were dominant for several years, but they haven't been as good. Um it makes me wonder if a guy like Cam Chancellor and others across the league could look at their situation. Joe Thomas is another example. Could look at their situation and be like, "This isn't worth it. Like, I can't win. Like, yeah. we're not going to win." Um, now, I'm not saying Seattle's in that boat, but it's like, you know, with them being on the decline a little bit, I'm curious how many players. You know, we saw the 49ers again. They were non-competitive team and had several guys retire. You don't tend to see that on the best teams in the league. 
Um, so it's interesting. I, I don't know if any of these guys the weigh opposite, that. It's the it's opposite like, on the best teams in the league. They, they, exactly. If they're old yeah. and can still put anything in the gas tank, they do. They join the best Yeah, team. exactly. And so that's where parity is now kind of being joined with the health concerns, in my opinion, a little bit. Like the parity of the league is working in a weird dynamic with that. So it's interesting. Um, but it's never good to see guys continuing to retire. It's not a, I'm not criticizing the decision. It's certainly, yeah, it's them. their life. And I mean, they're playing an extremely, extremely dangerous sport. Um, for all the people that, for for the people that kind of uh, push back on the whole concussion movement and say that these guys know what they're signing up for and that type of thing, like that, then you have to be supportive of a guy like Cam Chancellor doing yeah. this because like that, if you're going to take that stance, it's yeah, he knows what he's signing up for and he no longer wants to sign up for it. Yeah. So, um, um, so that's but it's it. not good sad, to day, see. sad day for the NFL. Cam Chancellor, one of the last great big hitting safeties, yeah, officially retires. Um, also, the Maple Leafs get Tavares. Yeah, here. that was I know. We yeah. that sucks for both of our teams. So and we don't want to talk uh, about it. And we don't want to talk about that. So. Uh, anything else in sports? That's it for sports. All righty, cool. Brings us into period number three, pop culture. All righty, so pop culture. We've got two topics. I'll let you kick off the first one because I can't contribute a whole lot to the first one as a movie review. I recently watched I, Tanya. All right. The semi-parody movie about uh, Tanya Harding, the famous ice skate um, Olympics Olympic athlete who uh, was involved with bashing in the knee of her opponent, um, Nancy Kerrigan. What was her name? I think that's what uh, it was. Um, either way. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, very, very, very funny. Uh, Margot Robbie plays uh, Tanya Harding very well. The, the characters are... I did a little bit of research after the the movie just because it's so it's such an interesting story. Are almost there's they're so perfectly cast. It's almost a joke. It's almost like they just had the regular people do it, and they turned out to be great actors. Um, it's a crazy story. The it's it's based off interviews from multiple people, and they're all conflicting, and it's just wild. So the show, the movie, kind of will reenact some things that may or may not have happened and the characters will break the fourth wall and say like I never did this mm-hmm. and they'll do crazy stuff. So it's mm-hmm. very interesting. It's mm-hmm. it's it's a unique movie. It's well shot. The soundtrack is amazing. It's all just like classic rock. There's multiple ice skating scenes that I was jazzed up about. Really? Like full two and a half minute ice skating routines shot in from different angles that were incredible because they were set to rock music and the camera and lighting was crazy and there's slow-mo. It was just Really, really well done. Yeah. Um, so overall, I really liked it. I didn't expect to like it. I kind of just was bored and wanted to watch it. Uh, but it was really fun. And so if you're thinking about watching it or or, wanting, or you want to learn more about what happened, because it's it's almost like a documentary, Yeah. Um, it, I highly recommend it. Right. 84% Steve Nicholas avocado. Nice. Not certified guac. Just, just short. Quick, just but short. If you're considering seeing it, I recommend seeing it. But you could make guac out of it. You could make guac yeah, out okay, of it. Cool. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not brown guac, but it's just not fresh. Right. Guac. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. That's good to know, and I'll keep that one in mind. Um, next and final topic in pop culture and of the podcast is AMC and MoviePass being on a collision course. So I think you have some info I'll, about this. I'll give you the background, yeah. and I want your take. Okay. So MoviePass, who for those for those listeners who've listened to the past. Um, is a service that Derek once had. Mm-hmm. It's like ten bucks a month, right? It was ten bucks a month. Ten yeah. bucks a month for unlimited movies. It's just yeah. that's what it is. You can you can join Movie Pass and go to any movie theater any amount of times. I think it's once, once, a, day. A, day, once a day, but yeah, um, and see any amount of movies. So incredible deal. It's you can see any a month for the price of less than one movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they are hemorrhaging cash. I've I've kind of been <laughs> keeping up on it because I saw the CEO speak at one of my sales conferences. So he was an excellent speaker and was a CEO of Netflix at one point and, and invented Redbox. So it, it was needless to say that um, M- MoviePass had a lot of potential, so mm-hmm. I was kind of following it. Um, they are bleeding money. I think it's like $300 million a month wow. they're losing. Yeah, something wow. incredible. Yeah. Because they're paying overpriced, and the idea was that they were going to sell data. Mm-hmm. Um, since the uh, Uberization or whatever you want to call it of movies has arisen with MoviePass, AMC just released their version, which is twenty bucks a month, unlimited movies really? per month, and you can see premium movies, so like three D, mm-hmm. IMAX, which and, MoviePass does not allow. Which you to MoviePass do. does not allow you to do. Um, so MoviePass is combating that with surge pricing. 
So you're probably gonna have to pay more to see mm-hmm. a primetime mm-hmm. movie or something like or, that. Or so, an IMAX or 3D or something. Or IMAX or right. 3D, something right. like that. So as of right now, MoviePass and AMC are on a crash course mm-hmm. um, to to hitting each other in this battle for subscription movies. Mm-hmm. And I would like to hear your thoughts on MoviePass being 10 bucks for... Well, basically what I said in terms of... Who's going to win? Who's going to win? I think AMC's going to win. I mean, so um, AMC has i think all the leverage now there was there was a time when it felt like MoviePass could steal that leverage from amc if they got a high enough percentage of moviegoers subscribed if they essentially if MoviePass became the avenue that people were going to use regardless then they would steal some leverage from amc but i don't think they ever got there and so um amc you know if you're asking me given the major fact that the theater in the boston common is not on MoviePass because of how popular it is. They were they would lose too much money on that theater. Then it's a no-brainer. If I was choosing one of these services right now, I would choose AMC for 20 a month versus 10. 20 a month is still a good deal if you utilize it. Now I'm not saying I would I would get that, but if I was if I was a MoviePass um, subscriber and I couldn't go to that theater, but for 20 bucks a month I could go to that theater and go to IMAX and whatever else, then I think that would be them that would make the most sense. So I think. AMC has the leverage. They have the theaters. I mean, MoviePass needs to go through AMC. MoviePass pays AMC to operate. <laughs> like, yeah. m- like MoviePass needs to buy tickets from AMC to give to their customers. So, it, it was. It's an interesting model, but with AMC, and I, that was completely news to me that they went to a subscript. They they opened up a subscription uh, service. I think that it, that might be MoviePass being done. Would you um, pay twenty dollars a month to see unlimited movies? Um. Would I? I would in the right scenario. So like right now with the closest, kind of like we we were talking offline with the closest movie theater being in Boston Common. From for us, I would not pay twenty dollars a month. Um, there's a movie theater opening in North Station sometime at late 2018, maybe early 2019. Uh, I would pretty strongly consider twenty bucks a month if there was a theater like that close to me, okay. uh, because I think I, I like we talked about it before when I did go to the movies by myself, it's a pretty decent experience going to the movies by yourself. I would, I would recommend it if you Yeah, And you, ever, live, you live alone now. And, and live alone. And if there was a theater literally at North station theater, underneath the garden, live like, alone theaters next door, you have yeah. no friends. It's perfect. <laughs> no friends. Exactly. So I can just like go to the movies and, you know, try to make friends there. You um, don't make friends at the movies. <laughs> um, no. So the, the answer is yes. I think 20 bucks a month is the right price um, for a service like that. I would pay it if there was a movie theater, easily enough accessible to me but you know that depends on it being amc too so like movie pass one of its advantages is that it could be any theater so i, I i'm going to give the edge to amc in that battle but i think it doesn't mean that movie pass is dead they just have to make some very smart decisions to be able to stay alive here okay well keep your eyes peeled i know a few of our listeners actually have movie pass because of your review yeah there and you go. love it i want some i want movie pass to be paying me yeah they're hard you hemorrhaging cast give me one million you're, you're losing <laughs> yeah. 300 million a month just give me one i that's... don't know if that's how it works <laughs> um anyway keep your eyes peeled amc and movie pass on a collision course yeah there you go so that does it for pop culture and brings us into the final drive you want to go first you want to go second go first today right, Derek. go first thanks so much um so wimbledon has officially started right. uh Beautiful grass tennis courts in England are fresh and ready to go. Um, everyone looks in, in mid-season form, so the tennis should be very, very good. Uh, Serena Williams has won her first match since having a baby. I watched most of that match today. Serena Williams, congrats to her. It's very impressive what she's done, but I still hate her guts. I hate Serena Williams so much. She screams at the top of her lungs. Literally, every single point, win or lose, if she hits a winner, she goes, ah, at her opponent. And if she if she misses it, she goes, ah, at herself. <laughs> uh, so it's really, really obnoxious. She's always been very animated and outspoken. And, and even in the interview afterwards, she was kind of dismissive and, and, and short with the reporter. So I've never really liked her. It always seemed like she was... Um, just playing the game of tennis because she was so good at it, not because she liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it is very impressive what she's done. Um, she's coming back at, after having a baby in and participating in one of the most demanding sports you can possibly play um, in the dead heat of summer. So congrats to her. Um, I'll keep you posted on Wimbledon. Not too much, just let you know what's happening. But um, it's, it's on ESPN, so the, the matches are available um, on the Tennis Channel on ESPN. Um, follow if you'd like. There you go. And side note, Federer dropped his Nike contract. Is now 
10 years wow. with Uniqlo. Uniqlo. Right? Wow. Yeah. That is so weird. now Djokovic and Federer are wow. Uniqlo brand. Interesting. So Uniqlo is making a, uh, a gun for the uh, tennis tennis wow. stars. That is crazy. Um, so there you go. Wimbledon getting started. Um, I need to uh, put in one announcement here before I start my final drive because it was something that literally just broke to us, and I feel like we just need to mention it. Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins. I saw that. Went to the Golden State Warriors. What what a joke. What like, a joke. What? Like, screw that guy. Like He's the worst. And, and, and the Warriors. Like, everyone in the NBA is the worst. It, it's... <laughs> We're not going to do a rant on that now, but we had to mention that Boogie Cousins signed one year, five million dollars with the Golden State Warriors. What, what a joke! Um, so you can chalk up that championship next year as well. So um, my final drive is a review of a service that I use this weekend called Instacart. Um, it's new to some people; it's not new to others. I talked to a few people that were like, "Yeah, how have you not heard of that?" And I've talked to a few people that were like, "Wow, that sounds cool." So I've never heard of it. Steve hadn't heard of it. The other people I talked to on Saturday hadn't heard of it grocery shopping service um, that is very helpful if you live in the city like we do and don't have a car or don't have quick access to a cheap grocery store uh, like Whole Whole Foods and others like that are more expensive. Um, We've mentioned before we wish there was just a star market we could walk to or something like that. So uh, Instacart is worth a try, I would say. You basically can pick your store so you can pick a cheap one like uh, Star Market or Stop and Shop and you do all your shopping right on the app or on the website. Um, they literally, like it says, mine said like Diego is shopping for you. It, it showed me as he was picking out my items, uh, and there's just tracking all the way through and then you get it delivered to your door. So, uh, that it's really not a whole lot else to it. I, I just kind of wanted to mention it. It's something I would highly recommend you try. If you are in a situation where you live in the city, you have a hassle to get groceries. Um, there is obviously extra cost involved when you're doing gr- grocery delivery, but, uh, it's, I think a little bit more reasonable than some of the other services that I've seen so far. So, uh, Instacart, I would give it a shot, give it a try. Uh, and also let me know if you do, because we can do referral things, you know, like 10, 10, 10, bucks each referral buddies. for referral buddies. So, uh, if you do check out Instacart, uh, and decide you want to give it a shot, let me know. And I can, uh, give you a link to create your account, whatever. Or so, let me know after or I Or let Steve know after he does. Button. Yeah. Because then there'll be a contest between between the two of us, and you can give whichever one of us you want ten bucks. It's gonna be me. So, so that's that's it for my final drive. That's so. a great final drive. Yeah. Oh, you are introducing a lot of people to a lot of new yeah, ways of, of getting the stuff they always yeah, get. Anyway. That's, <laughs> that's true. Hey, it's all about convenience. So, so that's gonna do it for episode 107 of You Heard It Here Second. Thanks again to Eric Hamlet for being a great uh, guest for us and breaking down the NBA. I Thanks, wish Sam. I wish that the Demarcus Cousins news had broken yeah. before we had Eric on. He'd but have had a fit. Yeah, he would have for sure. So, uh, but that's all for 107, and we'll see you guys next week for episode 108. Hey, later days.